0: To real quick Joe <laughs> I used to flip O's and powder like a donut maker 84 Nintendo dog never controlled a Sega Swiss is sweet cigarillo never, never roll a Vega them j- joints is nasty homes they, they got, got so much paper come on. back in the days I got popped. they tried it in the paper told the jury everything they, they even eat. lied upon a player now I'm back just to tell them all that Christ can save them. No hard feelings, I forgive them They did your boy a favor If it wasn't for the pills, I'd still be drinking here Dealing with some baby mama drama, comma, deep in sin Blowing trees, popping pills Lapping with my deadbeat friends Stuck on stupid useless to hide to even play with the kids No license, work through. Mayberry, told my whip, 80 hours, warrants out. Tell the judge I'm at the crib. Posted up, chilling with my little family wrestling. Plus, that prosecutor full of sarcasm and rhetoric. What they talking talkin talkin about? Talkin talkin about? Talkin about? What they, what they talking about? What they talking about? What they, what they talking about? What they talking about? What they, what they talking about? What they, what they talking about? Can't go to camp, go to finish, keep ooh, That's
1: that boy, get him Just Joseph and a bunch of other names he changed (laughs) I'm just joking What up, what up, what up everybody Welcome to the No Judgment Zone It's a No Judgment Zone Know the difference between judgment and condemnation We ain't here to condemn nobody No We can call it what it is We can call things what they are That don't mean we have to condemn them, no, sir. Want to welcome everybody in? I am your host, Miguel Profect Esparza Unfortunately, because we got to drop something, got to drop something, man. Can't go, can't go without, can't end the week without dropping something. So the pastor not here today. Matter of fact, he's probably on his way to work right now uh, on a Saturday, so I won't be here before you long. Cause, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't really. Mm, yes, you know, it's my show and all that, and I could do pretty much what I want. But you know, I, I I want the pastor here for the most part. Um, but obviously, for the sake of, you know, we want to continue to drop. Um, you know, sometimes things don't line up um right away as far as schedules or whatnot and shout out to the pastor man you know he's a hard-working man and he's always uh on the clock you know so big shout out to him man um we just want to thank everybody for coming in and tuning in oh and by the way he'll, he'll be back it ain't like you know he's taking some Absence of leave or something um but but welcome everybody in from Apple podcast, Soundcloud man uh, we just appreciate everybody and anybody that tunes in um man, it's getting warmer out here. it's getting nicer um society is reopening their doors as we as we always seem to mention here um and and I just note that because again, I just want to tell everybody. And encourage everybody to <clears throat> be safe. Don't spaz out. <laughs> you know, everything in moderation, everything in peace. Because man, like we've stated before on these uh on this uh on, on this podcast, you know, just the amount of people shooting and um just the altercations that are just happening just in a flurry and it's like, Lord Jesus, we got to, uh, we really got to pray for people, you know, um, it's just chaotic, you know, at times when you just open the cage, you know, and the dogs run free, it can be chaotic. I ain't calling nobody no dogs, but I'm just saying in comparison, sometimes we just, you know, we're not mindful of a lot of things. And, um, and I, and I thank God personally, um, you know for that I was talking to a brother last night um at pastor's house at bible study uh this brother actually is in prison he he called he called him and uh pastor just passed me the phone um to just talk to him and um you know, just the anticipation of, of wanting to be released and, um, him sharing just some of the things that he'd like to do. And, um, you know, it's, it's just like, man, I've been there, you know, I, I, I understand, you know, there's a level of, of humility, you know, where you're just at in a place where it's like, man, I, I just want to live you know i i just want to experience things that i've may have never done you know something as small as just taking a walk in the park you know that's that's what he said to me right and these are cats like like this you know these these guys were were gangsters man you know these guys was was hard you know they're catching time they're They're not catching light sentences. These guys, you know, were really on a rampage doing some stuff. Obviously, that's what landed them in prison. But when Jesus, you know, changes your heart, that's how humble he'll make you. That's how humble he'll make you. You'll go from shooting up cats at the park To just wanting to take a walk in the park. You know what I'm saying? And and I hate to say it. I hate to say it because I don't wish this on nobody. I don't wish death on nobody. I don't wish you know, I don't wish prison on nobody. Granted, some people are wild out there and they're doing some crazy stuff, and you probably need to lock them cats up. But for the most part, I don't wish none of that on anybody. But I will say this, I believe, don't kill me, but I believe everybody should experience jail. I'm going to say that again. I believe everybody should experience jail. And no, that doesn't mean you have to, you know go do crimes, everybody should go do a crime to go to jail so they can experience jail, I'm just saying I think everybody should have a mandatory jail uh, a, a little jail experience you know, whether it's a, a 24 hour thing, whether it's a three day thing, I don't know man, maybe three days pushing it for some of y'all some of y'all might not even some of y'all might not bear all that, but just so you can experience humility. Because let me tell you
2: something, prison is a very humbling place. Humility and humil- humiliation are dang near the same thing. I believe they derive from each other. In prison, you will be humiliated. To a point, it'll make you Humble. Um,
1: and I just think we all need a level of that because so many of us, we run around and take our life for granted. And man, even being free for seven, eight years now, I think, uh, there's times I have to catch myself because I don't want to say I complain about necessarily my life, but there are my I have my moments where I'm like, this ain't really it. There has to be more than this, and then I have to just catch myself and say, Lord, it it's better than what it was though. It's not worse, worser than prison was.
2: And like I was sharing with that brother.
1: For me, because this is a lot of people's struggles, you know, them getting out, getting back to the same people, getting back to them streets, getting back to making fast money. And like I shared with him, for me, by the grace of God, by the transforming power of God, that was, that's not my issue. Thank God that's getting out and going back to the street is not my issue. I've been set free from that. The streets aren't my struggle. I don't struggle with the streets. And what I mean by that is I'm not. At a place where I'm thinking about going back to picking up a gun, going back to robbing people going back to selling drugs. going back to anything that has to do with the streets. thankfully just like weed. Thankfully, I don't struggle with that. I don't I, yeah, we're all tempted, but the 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 change is so dramatic that I'm almost insulted at the suggestion of the streets. That's just not me. That's not not who I am. And that's a big
2: key because that life
1: leads you where? Death or prison. So that's a huge piece of the pie in my life that is covered by the blood that I don't have to deal with and struggle with. I'm so much distant, I'm so distant from that lifestyle that
2: don't nobody bother
1: to even contact me to do anything that has to do with the streets. No, Nobody's coming and asking me if I want to get high, if I want to get faded, if I want to, if I'm trying to, you know, get get you know something to come up off of if 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 i want to participate you know and jacking some people or jacking some places you know some some businesses some business establishments you know or just doing anything reckless nobody is thinking of little old me thank god nobody's thinking of me and like i was sharing with the brother I been I was gone for so long. A lot of these people are just nowhere. They're they're just out of sight, out of mind. How are you gonna be? <laughs> look, how? And, and some people do this. I I've known some people to do this. They they'll be gone five years, ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, almost thirty years locked down. Coming out and trying to find. Where so-and-so is at. So they can hang out. So they can kick it. So so they can reunite. Trying to reunite with people. That done not abandon you. Nah. No, I, I, I get it. Maybe they don't want to hold no grudges. and da-da-da. I'm the same way. I don't. I, you know. Um, at one point. Yeah. I was like. Man. I can care less about these dudes. These dudes left me. They were supposed to be my homeboys. woo to dee woo And it's like. Obviously, the forgiveness kicked in. It ain't like it's their fault. You know, I get that. No, none of these people necessarily are to blame per se. I gotta take responsibility for my own actions. But just being gone that long and people just not even even being there for you, at least at least you know keeping contact or you know because sometimes you could be gone so long, people just act like you dead, di- like you died. So, yeah, you don't have to hold no grudge, but why would you want to go back to look for these cats, man? Why would you want to go back to look for these people? Why would you want to go back to to dig up your past or people from your past? Like I said, I have a couple of partners that I've ran into and I've talked to. I, I have a friend that, you know, he takes me to Seahawks games, you know, and... and He's included me in a lot of activities, man. I tried some, a lot of new things with him, you know, and and you know, and good things, you know. And him, yeah, we used to break into cars and be running the streets. And, you know, we was doing our street stuff, being young, dumb kids. He was one of them guys I ran with and did things like that. But, you know, this dude here, he done turned his life around, you know, uh, praying for his salvation. You know, that's what really is going to you know, you know, get him over that hump and get him into purpose and calling and destiny and all those great things God has for him. But for for the most part, naturally, he's turned himself around and he's at a place and a position where he's helping a lot of people. And thankfully, I was in his heart when I got out. You know, and, and, and he was real enough. He didn't have to go into... Uh, a big long sorry and I'm a terrible friend and hey I wasn't there for you type of thing he didn't have to do all that because I wasn't even looking for that but I mean there's little things he said he's like hey man back then when we were kids man I was homeless you know I was basically sleeping in my car or, or in a van or from house to house duh, 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 duh. you know man but now I'm in this place where you know I got an abundance of things you know I own a big house you know I got all these Things I'm able to take care of people because I know where I came from. I know where I used to be. So he's like, at minimum, bro, I just want to, I just want to hook you up. I just want, you know, I just want you to come experience some things because I'm in a better position now to kind of do that for you. And man, I appreciated that. I mean, that said a lot. And I didn't have no feeling like, man, this dude, this dude was never there for me. It's like you mature and you grow up and you understand, hey, even when we was kids, man, people are kids. For me, people, the cats I was around with is kids just like me. What was they going to do for me? What was they going to do for me, an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid going to prison for 15 years? What was they really going to do? So, like I said, talking to this brother on the phone, that's what I was sharing with him. This isn't, you know, the the streets is, is an afterthought. What we're doing now is experiencing life on a kingdom level with God at the forefront and enjoying life. And doing things we've never done. Man, I went snowmobiling for the first time not too long ago. Things like that. Things that (laughs) you know what? Something like that, when I was younger and in the streets, I probably would have looked at it as corny. Snowmobiling, man, that's for these. Man, the heck? I'm out here on the block. Snowmobiling. I ain't got no time to be up in no mountains snowmobiling cold and but nah, now it's like We want to experience life. This world is big. We say it's a small world, but this world is big. We haven't been. Most people are never going to experience 80, 90% of what's really out there or what they could. Which leads me to just a whole other conversation about just enjoying life you know and, and where we're at and 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 what what we're doing every day and man it's just for me to, <laughs> it scrambles my mind man it, it it my mind goes everywhere because there's so much there's so much out there and god is god is too big man he's he's so big we minimize our own selves because he's so big. We make ourselves seem so significant, insignificant, should I say. But man, I I just learned,
2: I just learned, and I'm still learning that I'm not insignificant. Yes, I'm a
1: looking to God, I'm a little grain. In the sand, I'm just a little grunt. Why would God even look at little old me? But God thinks about me. God loves me. God has a plan for me. God cares about me. He's not too busy for me. I'm not buried anywhere. I'm not lost in the midst of the billions of people on the earth that He just doesn't recognize me. No, 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 no. I believe with all my heart. God is attentive to me and he's so big he could be attentive to you and me and the billions of others all at the same time because he's God so in knowing that I feel like the kingdom is behind us in whatever we want to do sometimes we say oh it's what whatever God's will is and, and And that is true, but we're so our faith to be honest, is small, and our understanding is so small that we think that God is controlling us, His will don't mean doesn't equal control. I believe God leads us and guides us absolutely. The good steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Amen. And in and, and I also believe that God supports us too. Because Pastor was talking about it yesterday, free will. If free will is free will, then we can't look at God as controlling or or manipulating our decisions. I love what Pastor said yesterday. I believe he can influence our decisions. That was really good. Y'all had to be there for that one. Um, But we're not puppets on a string with God. We have a free will. That is a gift that we've been given. God don't want to force people into anything. God gives you a free will. So I believe That God being the creator, him living in us equals creativity. And therefore, creativity, it accumulates ideas, desires, plans,
2: wants, likes.
1: Yeah, we've been given that. So I believe that if we say, Lord, I want to do this. And as long as it's righteous, obviously. God don't mind supporting us. God doesn't mind supporting us. I believe God will support us. Again, we trick ourselves out of things because, uh, you know, of a religious spirit.
2: Out talking yourself.
1: Or should I say talking yourself out of things because you. You fear. It's not pleasing. Or just whatever it might be. Always know it's all good as long as it lines up with God. As long as there's a righteous motive, as long as. It's profitable, you know, and experiencing life is something that God wants us to do. As long as it's in the frames of his word and what he wants for our lives. So God can lead, God can guide
2: God can place before you
1: God can do anything. But I also believe he will support you as well. Um Yeah. So so that's I didn't share all that with that brother over the phone, but just understanding that hey, you know, while you're there it's it's a preparation for this this part of the battle because in prison there's a battle a huge battle being incarcerated is a battle that is a level of a battle but then when you when you come back to the world it's another battle why because there's more options like i was explaining to him Inside, you might not battle with certain things because you don't have the option to battle with it yet. But once you get released, there are so many options. There are so many... There's a lot of access to a lot of different things. And that is where you have to be prepared spiritually so that you can maneuver through the options and the access with wisdom and like I confessed with him, to him, my, battle was never the, my battle's not the streets anymore, my battle's not this, my battle's not that, but there are new things that weren't around before I was incarcerated that have now been dangled before me that I've entertained and that I've went left on. So it may not be something that might lead me to prison again or even death again, but it could lead me to other consequences in in different areas of my life. And those are the things that I find myself battling with and maneuvering through. But as far as the streets, eh, nope. Nope. not my struggle. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Um I will say with everything opening up in in society and everybody trying to get back to normal
2: You know, there's always
1: going to be a challenge, you know, um, just mentally as well. You know, um, I hear some people out there talking about how people's mental health has been affected through the pandemic. Um, And maybe that's why we're seeing a lot of people kind of tripping out. I, I, I don't know. Um, but I do know this any form of isolation isn't good you know the, the the word of God says a man who isolates himself fight fights against all knowledge he only seeks his own desire, so I know it's not good to isolate yourself. There's a difference between isolation and then um. Having some quiet time to yourself uh you know for the sake of just having your mind right you know and pondering and meditating and uh, either just getting into the word or just praying you know there they, we all have our individual private time, our quiet place, right um, but that is different from isolation you know, and isolation isn't good. We need to be around people, uh, and not just any people. We need to be around people that love us, that encourage us, that challenge us, that will hold us accountable. And for the Christian, uh, I I believe in in no matter what circumstance uh, we find ourselves in, if we remain in the fellowship, we can survive all kinds of challenges that would attack our men our mental <laughs> right that will that would attack our minds there's pastors that I know of that have had mental breakdowns you know um why because who are they accountable to who is their circle because a leader isn't a real leader if He can't be led by other leaders. See, we think people that are up there, that's the the end of the road right there. If he's a pastor, oh, that's the end of the road. He doesn't have to share anything. He doesn't have to, uh, you know, be accountable to anyone. He's got it all together. He's the pastor. He doesn't have to do all. No, he does. Because that's what's going to help him stand in that place. He needs to be around other leaders. Because sometimes pastors, you know, they're they're giving, giving, giving. You know, they're giving, giving, giving. God bless their hearts. You know, they're giving the word. They're giving counsel. They're giving encouragement. They're giving, they're giving. And it's like, yo, pastor, you know, sometimes you need to be quiet. You need to sit down. And you need to be fed as well. You need to be encouraged. You need to be admonished. You need to be corrected. You need to be counseled. You need to
2: be nourished.
1: So that's why it's like tough. Like when you get around pastors like, you know, like Bishop and things like that, you're not going (laughs) to... You know, if you're a, if you're a pastor or, you know, somebody, in a, you know, with a position or whatever, you're not you're not going to come around someone like him and just talk and just act like this is my congregation I'm talking to. No, 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 no. He's not. It's not going to happen. It's you're you're going to get fed, too. You're not <laughs> you, you're not just going to come rattle off, you know, whatever you think you could rattle off like. You know, we're the congregation. Nah, yo, check this out, Pastor. I hear you. Amen. Amen to all that. But but, peep this. Because again, we're all learning. Nobody's, there ain't no big eyes, little U's. Nobody's above anybody. I don't care if you got a congregation of 10 versus a congregation of 100,000. You can get this word too.
2: you can get this counsel too
1: ain't just gonna come around here and just pop off hey God's speaking through us too and we want to sharpen each other that's what we want to do we want to sharpen each other it's not a competition it ain't about who knows more who has greater revelation and understanding we ain't going to act like, ooh, I got this secret key. I got a key that God gave to me. And only I have the access to this kind of revelation of God. Nah, bro, we all got the keys. <laughs> we all got the keys too, man. You know, and uh, we're meant to share you know we're 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 meant to share the revelations you know and 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 the deep things with each other why so that we might build each other up so so in in as far as the mental health thing is that's what has helped a lot of us and I can speak on that because again, I was incarcerated talk about talk about mental health. Huh. Let me tell you, buddy. <laughs> Y'all ain't seen half of it. Y'all ain't seen half of this mental health battle until you've been incarcerated. Um So yeah, you know, that's what I want to encourage everybody out there to do even if you're not a Christian. Like you you need to get you need to get around some people that'll, that'll encourage you, man, and that are wiser than you and stronger than you in a lot of areas of life, you know, so you can decompress, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that you can, uh, you can get it off your chest, you know, and also receive, you know, some wisdom, receive some counsel, man, receive some guidance, you know, and, and, and for the most part, at least, you know, just to be able to share because I notice that too, sometimes people don't, people just, they just have too much bottled in and they're so paranoid. They can't share with nobody. So they just deal with it. But because they're dealing with it, they're reacting to life in such a negative way because they have too much bottled in. So man, talk to a friend, talk to a pastor, talk to, talk to somebody that is going to listen, encourage, and hold you accountable too. I'm gonna be talking to these yes men and people that just, you know, yeah, yeah, just agreeing with you on every single thing. Man, talk to some people that are going to say, hold up, bro, little bro. No, nah, that's, that's not, that's not,
2: that's not what we do. That's not right.
1: which lastly will lead me to this little story in me saying that and in people having to share things you know uh I ain't gonna put it all out there but being transparent you know I got family that is still dealing with each other uh battling with each other I have a little brother shout out to him not trying to put him on blast but the real is the real and I'm not saying nothing that I ain't already said to him. um.
2: But, you know, he's
1: battling with whatever he's battling with. And you could easily tell. Well, if I can give you a back, if I can give you a, a more context, you know, he, he really goes at it, you know, with my older brother who is by the grace of god i believe coming back to his right mind but for some years years now he's been out of it um and and uh physical altercations with him um you know him verbalizing you know things to my mother that you know it's it's just wild just a lot of chaos right and and so that's what it's kind of been, and it's just gotten to a point where it's just getting out of control. And so I had stopped by, not necessarily for that intent to go talk to him, but I had stopped by my mother's house. And, um, yeah, there, there's, there was an opportunity, you know, because my mom was pushing me too. She's like, hey, man, you got to talk to this dude, you know, type of stuff. And so longer story short, I ended up having him come upstairs and – you know, just his attitude right away is just erupting. You know, and and I'm doing my best because let me tell you something, y'all. When it's your little brother and he thinks he's tougher than you, it's kind of like, man. Let let me show this dude. So, like, I'm I'm trying to just come at him as you know, as I want to understand what's going on. I want to understand what he's feeling, why he's doing what he's doing, and so that that was my initial approach. But this guy's already at, you know, he's already at 100, you know, veins popping out of his neck and he moving frantically and he talking about this and talking about that. And it's like it's already it's already bad because when you're already angry and you're going off, it's very hard to reach a person. It's very hard to understand uh, or should I say it's very hard for them to listen to reason, you know, when they're going off and going off and going off so so again just fast forward fast forwarding you know there's a lot of things that he said that are very telling of why he's acting the way he's acting he's blaming it on people right um but the reality is you know you you're confessing to your own struggle at the same time you're saying oh him or oh her
2: but it's really, you're saying that you're missing something,
1: that 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 you don't feel appreciated or you don't feel like anybody cares or you don't feel like this and this and this and that. And let me tell you something, feelings are very deceiving in any area. And when you don't have the right understanding of life, your feelings
2: can deceive you. These kids can grow up having everything and still feel like mommy and daddy
1: didn't care about them. Because he's kind of, that's what my little brother's kind of saying in some, in, in some regard. As far as my mom's concerned. And let me tell you something. Like I told him and this got him mad because it's real. This kid didn't grow up like us. Sorry. My mom and dad were not buying me and my older brother anything we wanted. They wasn't spending four, or $500 on shoes and TVs and video games and trying to do anything. Listen, my mom
2: was making up for
1: what she felt she did not do with us with him. He's the younger one. Well, not anymore. I got a little sister. But he was the baby for some time.
2: So while I'm going to prison and my brother is out there lost Because his mind got snatched up. He's being given everything. Yet today, he feels like somebody don't care about him. And that's what happens. Because you don't understand life. You don't know God. You're not humbled.
1: You don't really know how hard it can be. And and, and it ends up getting to my flesh at the end. Because it's like the audacity for somebody younger than me. And I know you older cats and parents. I know y'all know. Y'all know how it is. Because we all, because we all, we all were that. When we're younger, we think we know it all, right? I mean, that's common. So of course, as we're older and we're wiser and we've experienced things and know a little more, you know, now it's like appalling when somebody younger is looking at you, especially when they know your story and they know what you've been through. I went through 15 years of incarceration. I grew up in a broken home, way more broken than what this kid thinks. And he got the audacity to look at me and act like I don't understand. Now that, folks, gets to my flesh. (laughs) Now now that makes me say, boy, you're, you're nuts to even look at me
2: and act like I don't know what's up.
1: so it's tough it's tough um ministering to your own family family is probably the first group of people that don't really listen to each other granted there are some families out there that are oh yeah i got a I got a brother or I got a sister, man. She always encourages me. She always says good things or, hey, this and this and this and that. But we're talking about like ministering, like maybe a family member gets saved, you know, and and, and they become all about God. And now they're trying to help their, their brothers and sisters and parents come to the Lord. You know, um, family doesn't seem to listen they don't really seem to listen
2: to you. Heck, they didn't even listen to Jesus, really.
1: Not in, not even in his own town. <laughs> and they said he couldn't do very uh, many miracles there because of their unbelief. His own brother even doubted him. He said, man, if you're... Why are you doing this like in secret? Why don't you go out and show yourself to the world? And Jesus said, man, your time is basically any time. Anything, any time is good for you. He's like, it ain't my time yet. See, he understood his purpose. And so it's, it's, it's very difficult. And it's common amongst Christians who are trying to minister to their families that their own family don't listen to them. So for me... I could only
2: speak truth
1: and plant the seed. You know, and like I said, it it, it the, the conversation got very heated to where I, I just knew that the enemy was provoking my flesh to try to put somebody in their place and just dominate them and show them that no, you're little brother for real, for real but i'm defeating my purpose at that so i just ended it you know i just ended it in in, in just saying hey well if you if you basically basically in, in other words i said if you're going to if you're going to just keep on doing evil and you if you're going to continue to reject and treat your mother this way and and do these type of guess what man evil will continue to follow you it won't go good for you You hate to say that to a loved one. You hate to say that to people you love and care about. Heck, there's people in the word. They hated to say what God was saying to a loved one that wasn't going to be favorable. But that's why many of the prophets were hated. All of them were hated. They had to speak truth to the people they loved. That God loved. And they had to look at these people in their faces and say, it won't go well for you. God doesn't like this. Because of your idolatry, because of your adulteries, because of your
2: it won't go well for you. It won't.
1: So that's what we had to leave it off and thank God you know uh, we ended up praying my wife really took control of that. She she just did. basically try to calm it down. This kid stormed off, walked downstairs, and we just started praying in the spirit and just going forth. Because let me tell you something, when things get out of control, just like how people can just blow up publicly and just have no regard, you know, for anybody around them. And they're just snapping and they're just, guess what? In the spirit, we got to get off like that too. Oh, you're going to snap? Well, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit and that spirit ain't got no place here in Jesus' name. And just start walking around the house, praying out loud. They want to snap out loud and get off out loud. Guess what? Mom, dad, brothers, you get off out loud too then spiritually. Raise your voice with prayer. Raise your voice with rebuking the enemy in your presence you gonna go off on me I'm gonna go off in the spirit because you're not overtaking darkness ain't overtaking me and that's one thing I was encouraging my mother is is you can't tuck tail and just close your door and start praying you know, I mean, that's a form of prayer. Yeah, there's times you got to go in, close your door, and just pray quietly or or pray for everybody at night and all that good stuff. But, man, there's this is a war. There's a war we fight privately and publicly. You got to be able to go. You got to be able to stand right there and just go to
2: war. I
1: mean, why not? They're sitting in it they're sitting there in your living room snapping. Why don't you just start praying out loud? Call out them spirits, rebuke them spirits tell them spirits they gotta go in Jesus name. I mean why not? so in ending that's that's what I'll say is is you know. We just got to continue to fight the good fight. It's a fight, man. And, And never confuse who the enemy is. My little brother ain't the enemy. I love that kid. Yeah, no, I ain't been there for him. I was locked up. I was gone for so long. I got out and I had to deal with my life. I'm building my life. Doesn't mean I wasn't available. Hey, sometimes cats will have your number. It never hits you up, but then when something happens and it goes left for them, they want to look at you and act like, where, where were you at? You ain't been there for me. And it's like, bro, <laughs> what?
2: When have you ever picked up the phone? How was I ever aware that you was doing this or doing that?
1: Even in the times I've talked to you. When have you ever said anything? So, so you know, we can't get sucked up into that too. Yeah, there's some of us that ain't doing enough. And guess what? Some of you ain't reaching out. So, I mean, it is what it is. You know, somebody, somebody got to, you know, assess themselves correctly. So don't be discouraged. Family is not the enemy. People aren't the enemy. The devil's the enemy. And the devil don't care if it's your family. The devil don't care if he infiltrates your brother, your sister, your mother, your father, your cousins, your your baby, your toddler, your child. He don't care. He don't care. He'll use anything and anybody to get to you. So don't ever get lost with that. And like I said, that's why it's tough with family. Because family's supposed to be the closest people to us. Families, what they say does matter, right? What family says and thinks about me is what matters, right? That's what a lot of people... You know, they'll take to heart what mama says or what daddy says or what your sister says or brother says. You know, they'll take that to heart. But that's why the enemy loves infiltrating families as well. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons. So don't be discouraged for those of you who are saved and are tempted to minister to your family, you know, we all have a a crazy cousin or a, a brother or or a crazy sister out there lost in the sauce, and that we're praying for. Don't be discouraged, man. God will do what He said He's going to do. I'm seeing signs of it in my older brother. We've been praying for him for years, and guess what? Even in in the midst of that chaotic conversation with my little brother. My big brother was there too. And guess what? He was the only one calm. (laughs) He's usually the one flipping out and doing this and talking to himself and and them spirits is trying to mess with his mind. And he, man, this dude was calm as a hummingbird, man. Just chilling, chilling. Had, Had himself a fresh little haircut. He, he's just showing signs of coming back to his right mind because of the, some of the things that he's doing that he hasn't done in years. And it's happening because we've been praying for him and because God promised that he's going to deliver, <clears throat> that he's going to deliver him. So don't be discouraged out there, y'all. Continue to minister. Continue to be an example. That's a tough part too with your family, right? Because you could be a good example and they still won't care. They'll still think you're just you. Um, and just continue to keep them all in prayer. So uh with that said, man, uh Pastor should be back. Um just gonna drop this and and just try to bless somebody today. Uh this has helped me. Um Obviously, and, and when I minister to y'all, I'm ministering to, my, to, to myself, you know, a lot of the things I'm saying to myself, um, if I could just be honest. And so we just want to thank you, man. Thank you for tapping into the no judgment zone. Love y'all. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Didn't mean to be too long, but hey, we going in. <laughs> Amen. All right, y'all, man. Love y'all. Peace. Have a great weekend. And uh, God bless y'all.